You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Foundation Radio. Our guest today needs no introduction. He is one half of the legendary comedy duo Cheech and Chong. His decades worth of experience in cannabis dabbling has paved the way for his own brand, Chong's Choice. And today he's here to talk with us about everything under the sun. Ladies and gentlemen, Tommy Chong is here with us. Thank you for joining us, sir. How are you today? I'm fine, man. Couldn't be better. That's good, man. Glad to thank you for doing this for us. We're really excited about this. My pleasure. We wanted to kind of start with, um, you know, obviously what everybody wants to talk about is, is Cheech and Chong. Um, I read recently that in your when you guys were doing the promotion stuff for Up and Smoke, uh, you put together some comic strips and left them on bus stops. What was uh, yes. what was the idea behind that? I'm I, I'm very like interested by that. What was uh, what was the cause? Um, Lou Adler, our producer, really is a marketing genius, and uh, he was the one that came up with that idea. Now he's connected to all the the good uh, you know the the artist, you know, the graphic artist and everybody. Mm. He'd been in the music business forever, you know. He, Lou Adler's been around longer than music. So, <laughs> so, that's, so that's how old he is. And and uh, it was just a, a Lou Adler trip, you know. We, we, we had, uh, bu- you know, our pictures on bus stops. It was the introduction of Cheech and Chong. And so he, he went over the top. Right. Doing it, yeah. Now, I read also recently that um, I, that your films were part of the loss and the Universal Fire in 2008. Yeah. What, how yeah. did you guys find out about that? Did that come kind of later after the fire? Like, how did that affect you and Cheech when you found out? Uh, some station, or at least I found out, uh, because I was the, the, the director. It really didn't impact Cheech at all. Uh, but it was my, my movie, you know, the right. next movie and, and all the ones I did with, you know, uh, with, with, the, with those guys. But, um, I was just looking for some kind of cash settlement. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did destroy your property. So I, you know, yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. I couldn't care less about the, the product. You know, is there any money? That's all I was looking <laughs> How much money can I get? <laughs> yeah. Am I hurt yeah, right. uh, financially? <laughs> that's all I care about. Oh, that's funny, man. Um, so what was your, uh, what would say, what would you say would be your favorite project with Cheech that you did? Like if you had to look back on your, your career, what would you say would be your favorite? <laughs> uh, we did this little home movie in Atlanta that no one will ever see because we did, <laughs> we destroyed it right away. Why, wait, wait, why, why did you destroy this home movie? Was it? Oh, it was so pornographic, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's it, it would have made 
Donald Trump envious. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a name for the movie? That's brilliant. Is there a name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to tell us. He doesn't want to tell us. It's okay. Uh, you don't have to. Well, there, there is one part of the movie. Uh, Cheech is outside the door. And I wouldn't let him in. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, Come on, man. Let me in. I know you're in there, man. <laughs> it was Dave's not here only with a different reason. <laughs> that's amazing. That's awesome. That is great. So a film we'll never see is really the project. That's that is the no one will see it. No, no one will see it. That is amazing. Those are the we best. destroyed that immediately. And you know what we did? We were so stupid, man. We we were doing video assist uh, to a, the whole all the seventies. You know when, when video cameras. It was a new thing. Yeah, right. And, and so we videotaped our show, but we never kept him. <laughs> <laughs> we, we would erase, we'd videotape over the show, the next show. We, we, you know, instead of keeping the tape and having something that's worth zillions. Wow. We oh just saved, we've saved a few bucks by taping over. over right, over. right. <laughs> Recycle, damn it. Recycle. Yeah. Just a penny wherever you can. That's right. <laughs> That's, right. oh, That's brilliant. Um, so right right now, I mean, what would you say your now your stand up that you did before your movies? Yeah, which is fantastic. What would be your favorite sketch that you guys did? Uh, the stand up sketch. Yeah, stand up sketch. Which one would be your top? Oh, there was there was one called uh, uh, Margaret. Okay. Hey, Mar. Hey, Margaret. <laughs> And Margaret's like an older lady married to a Shriner. Okay. I play an old Shriner, and he's seeing uh, his first porno movie. He's never <laughs> saw a porno. He never saw a porno movie in his life. <laughs> and he describes it because Margaret can't look at it because it's so disgusting. <laughs> oh, so he's describing the movie to her. <laughs> and so Harry, Harry describes the movie to her. Geez, Margaret, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that ought to clear up her complexion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, wait, I've never oh seen this one. I gotta look this one up. That's good. That's good. I like that. <laughs> we, oh my god. We uh, Cheech, Cheech would have to. He never had a word to say in, in the whole skit, but he would be laughing so hard, man. He'd just be burying his head because I just. I just get it going, man. Or just get, get it so disgusting. <laughs> I was gonna say, was that your was that your goal to try to get him to to crack on stage when you were doing oh, that kind of stuff? Oh, especially especially that one, you know. <laughs> that is the that best is, watching oh, Margaret, somebody break down on stage. Oh, oh Margaret, don't look at that. Don't look at that. Oh Margaret, look. <laughs> Margaret, Margaret, look, 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 look. They brought a dog in, Margaret. Look at look at <laughs> It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like the early version of the aristocrats. Just make it as graphic and disgusting as possible. That is amazing. Oh, How often oh, we had so, we had so much fun with that bit, man. That's a good one. I like that. That's a good one. Oh my god! So I wanted to talk to you a little bit too about Chong's choice. Um, so tell me, sure. it's your brand of cannabis. Um, you have yep. you have everything from uh, pre roll joints to THC THC strips. Uh, easy for me to say. Um, do you think that being uh, with the issues that you had with your arrest and going through that process, do you think that made you the 
like more of the poster boy, more of the the spokesperson for that cannabis destigmatization movement. And do you think that helped kind of help you shift into Chong's choice? Tell me a little bit about all that. I I think so. Uh, See, I've always known that that cannabis was good for you. You know, uh, and the reason I knew that is uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, probably one of the best basketball players that, to ever live yeah he 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 smoked weed all the time that was our our connection you know one Wait, time that was your connection yeah that, oh, you know great. that that's what we had in we had in common yeah you know like if he got some uh good shipment in he would he would call me and if, if i got I, it yeah I, and i always had it so so <laughs> so so uh one time he called me to come down to his place and it was the day that Elvis died. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was walking. I was. I lived down the street from him, a couple of blocks. And so I was walking down the street thinking about Elvis because Elvis was a big, big uh, uh, influence on my life. And then when I got to his gate, I rang the bell. And then uh, the gate didn't open, but a hand came through the, the uh, mailbox you could put the mail in one end and then he could get it on the other end. Well, he put his hand through the mailbox and with a big uh, uh, ounce of weed, you clutching a big ounce of weed and he stuck it out. That's, that's how I got my weed that day. Oh, man. Dude, that's awesome. Right from the mailbox. Oh, that, was, that, was, that was fun. But Kareem was always uh, very creative that way. You know, he was he he he's a, a weird guy. I've gotten stoned with so many stars. You know, like like George Harrison and I used to get high all the time. That is wow. Me, and now and, now and, I and I, that, I want to know about that was that. our that was our our connection. You know, was the weed. You know, and we, we we're both guitar players, so we never had too much gossip. No gossip. We would just kind of look at each other, kind of smile, and pass the joint back and forth. And, 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 and just just have that moment, you know. Wow. Yeah, I got I got in high with a lot of I got in high with Bob Marley. Wow! And and, uh, and the boys tell and me, uh, tell me about that. That's a that's got to be an amazing story. It was their only time they played in L.A. Okay, it was at, it was at the Roxy, and they had just gotten the, the come up with their <laughs> records, and and so they're playing at the Roxy and and. Uh, and so we, they wanted to meet us, and so we went down. Cheech and I usually didn't rehearse, but they had a, re, they had the whole place to rehearse, and so they called us down. And so Cheech and I went down there, and uh, we walk in the dressing room, and, and it was it looked like a Cheech and Chong bit. It's filled with smoke, just, <laughs> just totally filled with smoke. And out of the smoke, a, a voice comes, and he goes, "Hey, Chinaman." Say something funny, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Chinaman. You see, I never knew. uh, You know, I grew up in Canada, and my dad is Chinese. My mother is uh, white. And it it was for some reason, other than being derogatory, we never mentioned, uh, you know, what nationality anybody was in Canada. That could start a fistfight. But as soon as I got with the with the black band or the black culture, right, I became a Chinaman, (laughs) (laughs) and that's what it was. A Chinaman, say something funny, man. Oh, that's that is amazing. 
and uh, apparently it was Bunny of, of the of the of the band, you know, mm. Bunny, whatever his name Bunny is. Bunny Whaler, yeah. Bunny Wheeler, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Now, tell me, is there someone that you've smoked with that had a, a strain of weed that was too strong for you? That, like, just knocked you on your ass? Well, I'll tell you what knocked me on my ass. Uh, was the Snoop Dogg Up and Smoke Tour? <laughs> See, yeah, I know yep, what you're going to yep. say. I think I have this answer because I've heard this story from someone else before. They, Go ahead. they had a six-foot bong <laughs> on stage. <laughs> And they invited me up there to smoke out of a six-foot bong. Holy shit. Which I did. Now, they loaded it up. And it's a six-foot bong, so you had a, <laughs> had a, long, a lot of lung power. Yeah, the that's time, two pulls. That smoke came all the way up to the thing. Man, there was a lot of smoke in there. Jesus. And because I was on stage... When you get on stage, you do stuff that you would never normally wouldn't do anywhere. Right, right. It was too crazy. It would hurt your health. But when you're in front of all those people, you know, it's like, hey, yeah, jump, jump. You, know, <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. Come on, man. Come on, John. And so I took the biggest tote, man. And oh, my God. I thought my eyeballs were going to fall out of my head. Oh. <laughs> I literally, I literally, man, I was like, I had a coughing fit. I was, I, I didn't, but you know, the crowd was there and they're right. cheering. And so <laughs> you can, it's like doing a series of jackass, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know just, yeah. you got your balls kicked or something, but you're in front of people. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny, man. I, is now is there a specific strain that you're a big fan of? Yeah, you like personally, it, in regards to Chong's choice too. Is there something that you found that has translated well with with the the company? I haven't found my favorite strain yet. No, you, you love all <laughs> yes, of them so much. Yes. No but I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> I, I already know what my two are so far. I'm, I'm looking. I'm laughing. Man. Buddha and Super Lemon Haze. They are the two. Well, as soon as soon, soon as I find something that I really like. You know, it kicks in, and I can't remember <laughs> what, it was. what jar I smoked it <laughs> yeah. out of, what pipe I smoked it out of, where it came from. And then if you try to match it, well, you can't because you're too stoned. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so I've never been one about, you know, remembering anything, remembering especially, yeah. especially strange, you know. Yeah, that's a lot. So, so to me, they say, you know, what's the best strain? I say Chong's Choice. That's it. There you go. Perfect. That's it. Um, now I have a, we have a I have a buddy of mine that did the films for you, the filming stuff for Chong's Choice. Uh, Chris. Siegel. Oh, really? Yeah, Chris. Siegel. Oh, okay. And he told me to ask you about the story of where hash really came from. Hash yeah. really came. He says something about <laughs> naked naked Moroccan. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> oh, okay, it's Temple Balls. Temple Balls. Wait. Okay. okay. What? Ever heard of Temple Balls? No. no. That's the purest of the pure hash. Oh. Now, now, what would they would do when they would harvest the the pollen? Yeah. See, they just were looking for pollen. Yeah. You know, they they didn't do the stems and seeds and all that. No, shit. they only did the- what they would do. They would go into the into the marijuana fields naked, except mm-hmm. for loincloth, and the the resin. The stick pollen will stick to their skin. That's what I said. You were right. Oh, man. Okay. I guess now, that. That's good. Now, when they cleaned it off, they would be in the temple. 
Mm-hmm. Or in a in a, in a, like a, a a low ceiling place, yeah, you know where they clean it off, and so the the pure of the pure would rise to the roof of the temple, see, and so then then they would scrape that Shut off, off. make Shit. balls because it's the purest of the pure. It would be for the temple for and and that's what they call temple balls. Wow! Wow! Dude. Isn't it amazing? I love hash. And that, that, and that, I did, but I did not know about that. That is that's yeah. way better. I, I, I had it somewhat right. That's good. Yeah, you were pretty close. You were talking about I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you another tidbit. You know the word drugstore? Yeah. Okay, where do you think the word drugstore came from? Oh, Why would they call it drugs? I've heard this. Son of a bitch. I don't know. Go ahead. Okay. The word, the Dutch word for to dry is to dry the weed mm-hmm. is to droog. 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 Ah. And so, so when they would take the weed to a store, to the place, it was the droog. So store. they dry and cure your stuff for you. So, wow. so they would dry, they would dry the weed. Oh. They would droog the weed and then they would sell it. And that's where the word drug came from interesting damn it look at that joe you're learning stuff all fucking day man i love it i love it i can't wait speaking of chong's choice i wanted to kind of tie back to that with something you had said recently about marijuana legalization um i know with colorado when they legalized it and all of the the tax incentives and the tax dollars that have coming in the revenue do you are you convinced that uh the profit and the the income for the states is really what's going to be the driving force to legalize it across the country well, there's a, not only that, but the savings that you get in, in health benefits. Sure. You know, just that alone, that alone, you know, because if you get everybody uh, realizing that cannabis will keep you healthy, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the Chinese are known forever that the, the, to treat can, uh, cancer with cannabis. And that was something yeah. that you experienced when you had the, the rectal cancer. Exactly, right? yeah. exactly, exactly. See, what cannabis does it affects the brain. The brain is our, our, our uh, you know, we can't live without a brain, you know. Right. And, and that's our, our com- like a computer, you know, you take the, you know, unplug it, mm-hmm. you don't have a computer. Our brain is our computer, you see, and the cannabis affects it. And the way it affects it, it slows it down. And so the thoughts aren't going crazy anymore. Right. And, and so you can zero in on certain things. Mm-hmm. And, and, sure. and really, cannabis is really uh, God made physical, you know. Wow. Yeah. Because, sure. because it's healing. Because, yeah, because the inspiration you get, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that's, that's God speaking. Yeah. Wow. And because we're all individuals, yeah. we all have a, a God app. In, in our body, yeah, but we have but we have to activate it. See, everybody has an app, but not everybody knows how to activate it. And and some people they activate it, but they use it for the wrong purpose, right? Which is for personal purposes or or for. See, we're only on this earth to help each other. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's our only only really our, our our job to help each other and to make more others to make sure there's more others right better you together see. yep the rule, you right? see I love that yeah I love that quote that you said uh, I might be paraphrasing it you said if uh, if more if the world if more people in the world were stoned there'd be less violence yes, I love that I absolutely love that because I, I I agree with it I think it's I yeah. I think if everyone just took a deep fucking breath and relaxed for a little bit and just enjoyed. Yeah 
and got to, to sit and look around them instead of being focused on mundane bullshit. Yeah. I think we'd all be better off enjoying each other, enjoying the time and together. The, yeah. And the other half of that phrase is that more people are still to be less violent because you can't hurt anybody if you can't find your car keys. Ah, <laughs> 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 Only thing you're putting a dent in is the fridge. As far as I, like, I definitely beat up some uh, some ho hos uh, when I've been stoned, but never gotten in the car to drive. <laughs> no, uh, when you're stoned, you end up. Uh, Driving so slow. <laughs> yeah. It's like that scene in right. Black Sheep. Do you know how right. fast we're going? Seven. Seven miles an hour. Yeah. 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 I, I really got stopped one time for going too slow. Really? Yeah. And the cop recognized me. So it was like, oh, okay. So what's up? <laughs> it's like, dude, you, you already know. Like, what Yeah. The cop goes, what's up? I said, what's the matter? He says, you know, I stopped you, don't you? And I said, no. He says, well, you're going about five miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, are you lost? I said, well, kind of. <laughs> and, and he said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, I just drove in from Canada. Mm-hmm. I've been on the road a long time, so I'm really uh, <laughs> trying to, you know, not to, you know, just yeah. trying to find a place where I could uh, sleep, you know, have a little nap. And he said, well, good luck, but don't sleep on the road. You know, <laughs> Don't uh, go to sleep while you're driving. And behind the wheel in the lane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there had to have been an awkward moment of silence where it's like, all right, he knows who I am. I was just going to say, and yeah. It's like you're like, just looking you're at just each other. At like, oh, man. How's this going to end? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's that's well, the listen, baseline. Yeah, I already know. Uh, yeah. When, 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 you know, when I went to jail. Right. Uh, uh, Vanity Fair was was doing a, a, a article on me, and so they sent uh, a writer with a limousine to take me to jail. Really? And so we're we're riding in the limousine to jail, and we got pulled over by the cops <laughs> for speeding. Oh <laughs> for speeding. I'm trying to give them the and jail the time, yeah, sir. Just be like, just fucking. I'm, I'm going to jail for Christ's sake. Yeah, Can the, just cut me yeah, a break, the please. Up, the, the cop walks up. He goes, uh, you know. <laughs> Roll down the window, and the guy goes, uh, uh, so what's, he says, what's the big hurry? He says, we're uh, taking Tommy Chong to jail. And uh, the cop looks in, he sees me, he goes, hey, how are you doing? I said, good. He says, okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no ticket, no nothing, go ahead. Right, well. What's the hurry? Um, I had a question for you. The you've, You're obviously a an iconic member of the cannabis culture, and it's changed so much over the years. What do you think of cannabis culture now in 2019? Well, you know what I've, I've, I've tried to do of late, not too, too late, but um, my, my, my aim now is to be non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. Very hard to do because you're, you're asked every, almost every second of the day, just like now, yeah. you know, what do I think? Uh, I love what's going on. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I was so excited when they were legalizing it and Trump was being elected at the same time. Right. And, and, and so in my show, I say, you know, it shows you that God has a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's yeah, he gave, yeah. gave us Trump. He said, but wait, 
<laughs> but wait, I'm going, legalize, I'm going to legalize. There's more. I'm going to legalize pot. <laughs> and so, so you can say stone through this whole experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I've done. Tommy, I need some stronger and, pot for this, man. Jesus Christ. Well, well, help numb no, the pain if you if you re- look at what's going on, man, if you're stoned. You understand it. I totally understand it. Oh, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. it. Not to bore you you too much. You're not boring. Not at all, sir. My theory is that Trump never wanted to get elected. He just wanted the money. He wanted the fame and the money. If you watch him. He just wanted the money. And so he tried to lose. Oh, yeah. The trouble is, when he tried to lose, he got honest. And yep. it resonated with everybody, especially the the white nationalists. Yep. Oh, they yeah. said, "Oh, this guy's one of us," and 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 it aroused everybody, including me. When I heard Trump tried to to, to throw the you know the election, <laughs> tried to, and then then hedged his bet by saying, uh, "Well, the, re- the elections are rigged." Yep. Then I realized this guy tells the truth. But not, but what he calls other people is what he's doing himself, because yeah. he yeah. Yep. So 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 when he said the election is rigged, he was right. It totally. was rigged. <laughs> it was rigged for him. I, I saw he, that he was he was too stupid to realize that, and the only <laughs> ones that realized it was his wife. His wife knew. She did. She absolutely. Knew. She still does. If you watch she, him, like, yeah. she, she was so pissed that they won because, <laughs> oh, my God, there's no life. He's under White House arrest. That's what I call it. Yeah, oh, he so really is. You can't do anything. Yeah. I Your wife's going to the toilet. I read that. He, he, yeah. I was going to say, I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt. I read that you tweeted that you believe that he is going to jail when he leaves yes. office. Oh. Do you believe oh, yeah. that sincerely? Because I do too. Yes. I think he's going, he like the minute he walks out of the White House, he's, he's out. You know why? You know why? You don't piss off the FBI. Nope. Yep. That's right. right. You, That's right. You, don't, don't fuck with, you don't piss off the CIA. No. You don't piss off these, because their only job is to protect America. Yeah, they don't from care foreign, about who from you are. foreign influence. Mm-hmm. See, and that's exactly what Trump is, and he, that's what he's doing. And so, yep. what they're doing now, they they could indict him now. It would go to the Supreme Court. It would do all that stuff. They could indict him now, and then would be a big uh, thing. Well, who's going to run the country? Blah blah blah, all that right. crap. And so, rather than to do that. They thought about this years ago, by the way. I'm sure. Two years ago. I'm sure, yeah. They, they, they planned this out. You know that, that secret uh, army or what it, that secret society that's running the government that Trump's worried about? Yeah. It exists. It exists. Believe me. I believe you don't have You don't have a, an atomic bomb with, <laughs> with a button with a guy in a nutcase without a guy standing next to him. Saying ready no. to take him yeah. out. Ready to take him out if he makes the wrong yeah. move. We actually just yeah. talked about this a little bit on the show, on our show last week. We said that if, sure. if aliens existed, like if Area 51 was really what people said it was, and with Trump being president – and he had that information. There's no way that that guy wouldn't have dropped that shit. They like, never gave right him, away. They don't give him that. But that's what I'm right. No, that's stupid. what Joe said. He'll Joe was like, it. he would have just blurted it right out. Exactly. Already. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, God, Trump, it's, it's, it's having a child. Like, don't tell Donnie. <laughs> yeah. and he's gonna, my son, my son, James it. is my son. James is six years old. And if I, I like, I can't give him a donut because he runs and tells his mother right away. Yeah, like, it's literally it's yeah. Donald Trump in the presidency. That's exactly <laughs> what it's my son, James. It's that's what he is. Guess what I learned today. Daddy, mommy gave me. 
dad, my child and mom, mom gave me a terrible donut today. It was awful. Delicious, disgusting, awful donut. Yeah, he's a child. He's a big man, baby, man. Who do you think? Who do you think's got the best shot to beat him? Oh. It doesn't matter. Nope. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a great answer. I'll take any of them. I mean, yeah. they it's threw a great 20 answer. people. They're throwing 20 people out of them. Like, it's true. Yeah. yeah. I'll take any of them. They're well, tra- they're mostly selling. They're mostly selling books. Yeah, of course. Yeah. True. Yeah. Totally. But they're, but making they're all. Careers. But they're. But but they're all super intelligent. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. And they're making careers. It'll probably. Probably Elizabeth Warren seems to be the most. Tenacious, yeah, absolutely. You know, I agree with that. You know, she's got a plan. Yeah, she's got a plan. She does. And and and, uh, and I think once we get whoever it is, everybody will get re- behind them. You know, yeah, and, and and really push push for that because everybody's livelihood is uh, on is, uh, is, is on on stake. Yeah, yeah on the line at here, stake yeah. now. You know, because I, uh, the farmers and the coal people, all the people that Trump promised. Screwed he us ain't all. delivering. Yep. He's yep. screwing everybody. Screwing and that's everyone. What, that's what uh, hustlers do, man. That's what yep. con men do. That's when, that's what he is. He's a, he's a swindler. He's a, he's a con man. His whole family's yep. been a con man. Yeah. Like forever. My my last question for you before we let you go today is how would you define your legacy? Uh, how would I define my legacy? Oh, just very Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most polite thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, no, brilliant. very, very, very Canadian. Brilliant. Because how else? How else would a guy from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, with a great high school dropout, <laughs> find a Mexican and, and conquer the world? Yeah, it's a Canadian. Fucking exactly a right, man. It. Fucking a right. Yeah. I, yeah. I have one more question for you too, Tommy. Um, I'm coming up. I'm as we're recording a couple weeks away from my one year wedding anniversary, and I was looking up stuff about you, and I've seen that you are have been married since 1975. Correct? That's right. Yeah. What is your advice for me for newlyweds? How do you maintain a, 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 a loving relationship for that long? Uh, remember this phrase: "Whatever you say, dear." Yes, yes. <laughs> that's, that's everybody's answer. Yes, yes, yes dear. Yes. That's literally Whatever correct. You that is correct. Thank you so much. That is you correct. Got it. Tommy Chong, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Go ahead and check out Chong's Choice. Where can they find out more information about that, sir? Uh, on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect answer, sir. Thank you. Okay, you we appreciate it. Thank Take you. Care. Thank you so yeah, much. Bye-bye. Thank you again to Tommy Chong for joining us today on this uh, very special interview. Uh, Joe, you did an amazing job. Thank you so much. If you want to find out more about his products, go to chongschoice.com. Foundation Radio is recorded and produced by Adam Barnard and Sam Kreps. Our intro and outro is produced by Dumb Ugly. Special thanks to Greg Mead, Joe Keen, Jeff Quinn, and Dr. Ruth Almy. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Foundation underscore radio. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Foundation Radio Pod. This has been a Foundation Radio production. 